the church is God's institution for the manifestations of his purposes on earth. Power Jesus has given you is not for your room. It is to tread on serpent and scorpion. You are the man who has obtained mercy. When he puts something in past tense, it means that it is not being renewed every day. It is not renewed towards you every day. It is already there towards you. You already have it. It already belongs to you. You are praying, and you remember. And in all matters of wisdom of which they inquired of Daniel, he was found to be ten times better than all his peers. I'm ten times better than all my peers. I can determine where my life will go to through prophecies. I can determine what God is going to do with my life through prophecies. If you prophesy more, you will fear less. The words of our mouth takes us captive. That means when I speak success, success captivates me. When I speak boldness, boldness captivates me. When I speak prosperity, prosperity captivates me. When I speak success in the ministry, success in the ministry captivates me. And what I'm saying is I trap my destiny with the word. I trap my destiny with prophecy. Hallelujah. Can you just lift your hands again to heaven and just give God thanks? Give him praise. Give him glory. Bless his name. Magnify his name. Glorify his name. Bless him. Bless him. Give him praise this evening. Father, we thank you. Be thou exalted in Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord a big shout of praise. I want to bring to your remembrance again this evening that the Holy Communion is not a program in the order of service. It's more than that. I want to remind you this evening that the Holy Communion is not a ritual that we use to remember that Christ died for us. You know, I grew up in a background where the communion is highly celebrated. But then, when some word people started teaching us word, they crushed the mystery of that communion in my heart. Many years, I struggled, even though I never said it was wrong. But, you know, they keep shouting, the substance is Christ, the substance is Christ, the substance is Christ. They called the bread, you know, agege bread, and they called the blood just wine. And because I had so much respect for those people, and I love to be correct based on the word of God, and they said, this is the word of God. I began to consider what they were saying, but after a while, I told myself, no longer. I'm going to stay with what God's word says, and there's nothing that they are saying that is found in the scriptures. The scriptures does not say that the body is just bread. Rather, the scripture says the bread is the body. The scripture does not say that that blood, that cup that we drink of is just wine. Rather, the scripture says that that cup is the New Testament in his blood. 
I agreed that the communion was good, but then there was still one thing else. To accept that it was the body and blood of Jesus was very difficult. So it was easier for me to immediately say these are elements that represent the body and the blood of Jesus Christ so that we can remember that he died for us and that's all. So I took it that way in my mind because I believed I was in the middle of two groups. At the same time, I'm making myself believe that no, this thing is the body of Jesus. This thing is the blood of Jesus. The truth, the Bible says you can do nothing for or against the truth. Whether you think it is correct or not, the truth is the truth. It is your job to embrace. The truth you don't embrace does not set you free. And so, the communion is more than that ritual that we used to remember the root of our faith. It is God's channel of wholeness and healing to us. God's channel of wholeness and healing to us. You know, this communion was so important in those days that... When the apostles decided to meet on a Sunday, when they were coming for Sunday meeting, they were not coming to hear teachings or to hear preachers. They were coming to take communion. You can imagine coming to service only to come and take communion. Acts chapter 20, verse 7. And upon the first day of the week, when is that? When the disciples came together to do what? Not for prayer meeting, no. Let us meet. Can we meet by 5 p.m.? Why? So we can just break bread and go home. So a whole service can be communion. Then it will pass that we cannot think that this thing, this mystery is less significant. In Acts chapter 2, verse 46, the Bible tells us that and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread. So every time they enter this house, they want to go and break bread. They enter this house, they want to go and break bread. They were breaking bread from house to house. They did eat their meat with gladness and sickness of heart. What does this suggest to us? They did it as often as they could, daily. We must recognize the benefits of this everlastingly powerful mystery like the early church did. And we must make up our minds to begin to partake of it. Who is qualified to take the communion? It's not communicants. In the Anglican church, we have communicants. In the Catholic, we have communicants. It's not communicants. Some communicants are not even qualified because they are not even born again. Anybody in Christ is qualified to partake of the communion. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 20 to 22, and verse 27. And I hope that faith is rising because the entrance of the world, it brings light. Light lifts. Light lifts. You are catching a light this evening. And may it lift you to another level. When you come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. He was correcting the Corinthians. The reason I want to say this is because this who can take it. You know, we had growing up, before you come, check your heart. 
Check your heart. If you are a sinner, don't come here. Don't come and eat of the communion. That's a big lie. It's not scriptural. Your blood was shed for your sins. Glory to God. So the Corinthians were coming. Look at what were they coming to do? They were coming to eat supper. They were not coming for communion. First of all, that suggests to you that what we used to use for communion was plenty. It's not this small one that we are doing. If we want to do real communion, we should eat. But is that everybody should eat. Not one will be full. Another one will be hungry. And everybody is taking one before the other. Verse 22 now said something. Don't you have houses to drink in? So you see, what was happening was the manner. No sacredness in their approach to the table. It had nothing to do with whether they had sin or they didn't have sin. So in verse 27, the Bible tells us clearly that wherefore whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily. What is the unworthily? It is not that you came to drink it when you had made a mistake. It is your mannerism, not discerning the body of Jesus. It is what those people are doing, calling this thing bread and calling this cup just mere wine. They are in a better place because at least they are not going to partake of it. But they cannot come and partake of it and still talk about it that way. You don't try it. This is not mere bread once blessed. He says the cup of the blessing that we bless. Is it not the fellowship of the blood? Once we bless the cup and we start taking, we are fellowshipping with the blood of Christ. Once we bless the bread and we put it in our mouth, we are fellowshipping with the real raw body of Jesus. So this evening, let us examine ourselves, not for sin, not for sin, but that we partake in a manner that is worthy of the Lord's Supper, with a revelation of his finished works this evening, knowing that the body was broken for healing, healing. His body was broken, literally, so that yours will never be broken again. His blood was shed for your sins. So, as we partake of the communion, we ingest health. We ingest vitality. We ingest strength. We ingest long life. If there is a disease, it will be supernaturally driven out. If there is decay and deterioration, that deterioration will be reversed. If there is pain, it will be removed. The results might not be spectacular and immediate, but they are sure and will surely come. So whatever your condition, whatever your diagnosis might be, don't despair. He has paid. He has paid. He has paid the price for you to be well and he has made it easy for you to receive. Not just his love, not just his forgiveness, but his healing power. Today, I invite you to the Lord's table, not made with human hands, but by the perfect hands of the perfect one nailed on the cross for you. Come and partake of this table boldly, boldly, by faith receive your healing as you feed on that body.
as you take on every particle of that bread, it no longer becomes bread in your mouth. You are feeding on the flesh of Jesus. Jesus said, they that feed on my flesh shall live by me. As the Father sent me, so have I sent you. The life that powers me powers you. So when you take this, suddenly the life of Jesus shoots to your body, shoots to your muscles. You start carrying divine assignment with divine strength. You start carrying divine assignment with divine vitality. As you take up that blood, your sins, you know they've been paid for. Then the effect of sins have no hold on you again. Lack cannot touch you again. You refuse lack with everything. Suddenly the blood, that covenant begins to make every prophecy spoken over your life to come to pass. Therefore, I bless this bread and I decree that it has become to us the body of Christ. I bless this cup and it has become to us the blood of Christ. We partake of this one body and we receive health, receive strength, we receive vitality. In the name of Jesus, may the good hand of the Lord rest upon your bodies. Symptoms disappear. And may this blood speak for you everywhere you turn to. In Jesus' precious name. Go ahead, feed on that body. Feed on that blood with revelation and give thanks to God in your heart as you do so. Lift your hands to heaven, online, in here, wherever you are. And just bless him for what has happened in your bodies. Just give him praise for what has taken place right now in your health. Thank him from the depths of your heart right now for what has taken place in your finances. Thank him for what has taken place right now in your lives. Give him praise right away. Give him praise right away. Who forgives all our iniquities? Who heals all our sicknesses? He satisfies our mouth with good things. Our youth is renewed as the eagles. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Your life is forever transformed. You can do it three times a day. As often as you need it. In your body. You know, in my family, we have done that. We've seen very strange results. Many of us have done it and shared testimonies of the power. It doesn't work for those that try it. It works for those that do it. And we're not going to be tired of putting to practice the word of God. You will be surprised. Just go ahead and watch out for what will happen in your life right after this evening. Take note. Those symptoms are gone. Your healing is sure. In the name of Jesus. The fruit of God's word manifests mightily in our lives. In the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you and keep you. He preserves you as you go. You are kept. He makes his face to shine upon you. He lifts the eyes of his countenance upon you. And he is gracious unto you. And may these blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, rest and abide with you, even now and always.
Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Dr. Tara Akinkwade, the Senior Pastor of the Standing Church. We believe you've been blessed by God's Word and are set to experience miracles. If you have never made the decision to be saved and would like to receive Jesus into your life, please say the following words out loud. Lord Jesus, I confess you as Lord over my life. I believe that you died for me and that God raised you from the dead. I receive all that you made available for me through your death, burial, and resurrection. I declare right now that I am a child of God. I am free from sin and I am the righteousness of God. Amen. Congratulations, you are now saved. We are so glad you made the decision to be saved today. If you would like to share your testimony with us, you can contact us on our social media platforms on Facebook at The Standing Church and on Instagram at the underscore standing underscore church. You can also call us on 081-3477-3145 or visit our website at www.thestandingchurch.com. God bless you.